that chicken doing outside the fence? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, no, I, Just I, I, deal with it now. this movie already some of you a lot of us have good deal um when i saw it I, I didn't know when it came out but i was a big wallace and gromit fan and then i saw this out and i was like yes i love it um but but they are these chickens are prisoners in tweety's farm and this is where they are this is their life this is this is their existence and they're guarded by 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 this cruel warden mrs tweety and and her and her husband and there's barbed wire everywhere it looks very stalag 17 you know very a great escape kind of uh, set up there. But there's this fear of death that's around them, and their dreams of, of freedom, it, 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 this, is, this is what they are. Some of them are existing. Well, hey, buddy. Hey, Dawson. You know, I've noticed he does this when, when Joyner leads worship. He wants to do what his daddy's doing. I love that. Do we need a drum solo? <laughs> Thank you, Dawson. Good drumming, buddy. Thank you, Dawson. Or do we want to encourage that? We don't know. <laughs> he just wants to do what daddy's doing. So, Justin, you need a tambourine when you come up here later. That's up. But here's what's going on with these chickens. There's this, death is always on them. The, the, the layout, the, the premise of this movie is that if they don't lay eggs, if they don't produce eggs, they're going to end up on the table. 
they're going to end up being the meal that night. So they are constantly uh, have this fear over them of they've got to produce eggs. And there's this fear over them, and they're in this, this captivity. And here's what I've noticed in this series, is that the gospel of Jesus can pop up in the strangest places. It really can, if we're just willing to look for it and see it. That the gospel of Jesus pops up. And one of the places I think it shows up is definitely here in this movie. Like JD told you, we're going to be watching it tonight. We're going to be in the fellowship hall at 5 o'clock. We're starting a little earlier for the, for the younger kids and, and making sure. And It's going to be like a picnic style, park style. You know, We're clearing out the fellowship hall. Bring your lawn chair, bring a blanket. But we have air conditioning, and that's the best part. So, and we can control the lighting because otherwise it gets dark at 9 o'clock. So, but we're going to be watching this movie tonight in some sick, twisted way. Family Ministries is serving chicken nuggets. I don't know. Um, and JR just told me he's bringing this really spicy chicken dip for the grown-ups that like the spicy stuff. So 5 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall. It's free. Come on and hang out. But in this movie, there are several inferences, I think, to how the gospel of Jesus can impact our lives if we choose to let it. And that's really kind of what it boils down to, if we choose to let it, if we choose to live according to the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ found in the Holy Scriptures. And so I want us to look today, and specifically I want us to focus in on, on two words. One is fear, and the other is freedom. Fear and freedom. And how these often clash, how one often overshadows the other, how sometimes we mix these words up. We, we say words like, I'm just being free, I am living in freedom, when the reality is, is we're living in bondage. There's times when fear doesn't allow us to experience the freedom that God wants us to have. So these two words, fear and freedom, I want us to look at today. So ginger is the lead chicken there, ginger chicken, get it? Um, look it up just type it in later and probably her picture will show up and then some recipes so if that gives you an idea of what her name means Um, but Ginger is kind of the lead chicken on Tweety Farms in this prison coop that they're in and um, really if you think about it she's kind of this mosaic character she's like a, a, a Moses type in that she wants to lead her people out of this prison. If you notice, Ginger had no problem getting out. Ginger had no problem. She got the spoon, she shoveled away out, she was out, she knew where to go. You watch the whole movie, she's constantly able to get out, but she won't leave without the others. She wants to bring the others with her to freedom. So she's very much like this Moses character. And... Um, there's this thing that's going on with her in her mind and this the desire that she wants to draw them out. And again, I, I said a minute ago that there's this, um, a lot of times fear doesn't allow us to see our circumstances the way they really are. Sometimes we can be so bound up by fear that we kind of start to just accept our surroundings. She's trying to convince all the other chickens in the coop that this is not okay. It's not okay for us to live this way. It's not okay for us to, to, to be in this kind of a situation. And they just don't get it because they've, been, they've kind of been fooled by fear. I want us to watch this clip together where she's, she's longing to escape this prison, but she wants this for everyone else too. So let's watch this clip together. Think, everyone, think. What haven't we tried yet? We haven't tried not trying to escape. Mm, That might work. 
What about Edwina? How many more empty nests will it take? Well, perhaps it wouldn't be empty if she'd spent more time laying and less time escaping. So laying eggs all your life and then getting plucked, stuffed and roasted is good enough for you, is it? It's a living. You know what the problem is? The fences aren't just round the farm. They're up here, in your heads. There's a better place out there, somewhere beyond that hill, and, and well, it has wide open spaces and lots of trees and grass. Can you imagine that? Cool, green grass. Oh, feeds us. We feed ourselves. Well, where's the farm? There is no farm. Then where does the farmer live? There is no farmer, Babs. Is he on holiday? He isn't anywhere. <laughs> Don't you get it? There's no morning egg count, no farmers, no dogs and coops and keys, and no fences. In all my life, I've never heard such a fantastic load of tripe! Oh, face the facts, ducks. The chances of us getting out of here are a million to one. Then there's still a chance. Ginger's situation, I think, is, is similar to, to the life of a Christian in, in a lot of ways um, because we should be people who are seeking freedom. We should be people who are not okay being bound up, who are not okay to be wrapped up in fear. Um, and no matter what the circumstances tell us, if we're followers of Christ, we should be seeking the freedom that is found in him in all circumstances at all times. I mean, we think about the, the freedom that, that there are many that are not in the United States, Christians who are, who are, um, who are right now bound up by, by fear of oppression just because they say, yes, I am a follower of Christ. And what they deal with, you think about in Syria right now and many other places in the world where it's just not easy to be a Christian. And we take that for granted so much here. So there should be freedom from oppression that we seek and freedom from fear, no doubt about it. But ultimately, really, where you, this boils down is that we should be people who accept, strive for, consistently seek out freedom from sin in our lives. That we should not be okay with, with little, little bits and pieces of sin constantly nagging at us. And Ginger, kind of like this mosaic character, is the one saying, let's get out of bondage, let's move away from, let's get past where we've been, let's move away from slavery. And you heard what some of the chickens said, but, but who will feed us? I mean, that, that's straight out of Exodus. Who will feed us? Who will take care of us? I think we were better off when we were enslaved. And this is what happens, this, this, this mindset gets, this is what fear does to us. It changes the way we view the world. And they've, they've misunderstood, now they don't even understand what freedom means. Who will take care of us? Who will feed us? Who will look after us? And the biggest gospel translation, I was trying to think about this as I was preparing this message, if I had to boil it down to one sentence, if I could just translate this movie into the gospel translation, it's, it's this, is that faith drives out fear. Faith in Jesus Christ drives out fear. And that's what, I, that's what I see in this movie. Faith drives out fear every single time. I mean, the number one statement that Jesus makes more than any other statement in the Bible is, don't be afraid. 
Depends on the version you might read. It might say, fear not. But over 21 times, he says, don't be afraid. Jesus knew that we were people who deal with fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I have come. I have come. He says this in Mark 6, 50. Uh, They were all terrified when they saw him. This is after he had risen. Talk about being afraid. They were afraid that their Messiah had left him, and now he's standing before them. Can't imagine the fear that must have been going on in their minds. But Jesus spoke to them at once and said, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. 21 times he talks about this. Jesus knew that fear holds um, too many people back from where God truly desires for our lives to be. He knew this. He understood this. He understood that these were some of the main shackles that you and I might deal with. In one of the, I've mentioned to you all, there was a few verses that I, I remember memorizing right after I became a believer and one of those five verses that I memorized was Psalm 34 4 and from the NIV is where I learned it and it says this I sought the Lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears and as a as a uh, a new believer in my mid-20s and not just memorizing this verse and going okay I memorized a verse but I chose this verse because it meant so much to me For someone I didn't know where I was going, I had no clue what was in store for me. My life just got flipped right side up. And when I read this verse, it was like the best, biggest pinky promise I could get from God. I mean, it really was kind of like he was like, here you go, Shannon. I mean, it was like, you seek me, and I promise you, I will deliver you from all your fears. We are people who are bound up by fears. Now, some of us, you know, you think, well, no, I'm not afraid of anything. I would say for the person that thinks that there is absolutely no amount of fear in their life, that there's a slight or great possibility that actually that fear has kind of warped the way you're viewing something and you actually think everything's okay because this is what this is what fear does fear is a nasty thing so fear does a lot of things that we might not recognize on the surface and and I want to highlight three of them today and look at scripture one of the things that fear does is it keeps us from loving deeply. I mean, so think about that. So you might have already been sitting here going, I really don't have a lot of fears, but you know what? Fear keeps us from loving deeply. I'm going to look at that more in a second. The second thing it does, fear keeps us from giving freely. And the third thing fear does is it keeps us from really dreaming just wildly. I mean, how many times are you, are you thinking about, um, you know, praying about, envisioning the future, and fear just kind of just reels you in every time? You know, what about, zing, you know, bring it back in? This is what fear does. So let's look at this uh, more closely. Fear keeps us from loving deeply. Because you know what? When you're afraid, when we are people who are wrapped up in fear, you know one of the things that you don't do is you don't risk your emotions. You don't, you don't put those out there. Uh Uh-uh. You don't risk emotions. You don't risk your heart. And fear keeps us from loving deeply. Fear keeps us from doing this. How many times have relationships been, been not good 
or you've come out of a relationship that's been really bad and that fear directs the very next relationship. This is what 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. God's not the one who gave us a spirit of fear. Fear doesn't come from the Lord. That's not his. He doesn't dole that out. We should be people who are, who are being freed from, from this fear of loving but we're afraid of that. This is one thing that fear does. Another thing fear does is it keeps us from giving freely because you know what it does, and we've talked about this before in different ways, but, but fear uh, creates like a scarcity mentality that I'm just afraid that there's not gonna be enough. And this, you could apply this to anything, anything. Time, money, talent, food, anything. It keeps us from giving freely. And we think there's only so much and we can't, we can't give away anything more. But you know, the reality is, and Jesus tells us this, that unless we give freely, we're not really living. If we're not giving freely, we're not really gonna be blessed. I mean, he says this in Acts 20, 35, uh, in the New Living Translation, it says this, I have been a constant, this is Paul writing, I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus, Paul's quoting Jesus here when he says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. We should be people who are not so bound up by fear that we are unable to give freely of ourselves in whatever way that is. And yet, for most of us, that is our immediate shutoff. When, when things are not working, when things are not right with us, when our spirit is, is, is off, when, when relationships are bad, when, when we are wrapped up by fear, for a lot of people, the automatic shutoff is, I'm not giving anything of myself. Self-preservation? We're to be people who give freely, and we can't do that if we're wrapped up by fear. It's only when we give that we're able to truly receive. Here's the third thing that fear does. Fear keeps us from really dreaming wildly, from really allowing God to say, what if? Don't you think that? I love that. I don't know how your brain works, and it's a good thing you don't know how mine works, <laughs> but I, I really am a dreamer. And I, I recognize in my life that when when I am not operating as, as a free, redeemed follower of Jesus, and I've let fear come in, that just shuts that down. We need to be able to be, be people who dream wildly, to have these almost like crazy, God-honoring, amazing Ideas, or we say, Lord, is this of you? Do you want this, God? Are you, really, you want me to step out and do this? Psalm 91, one through four says this. I love this verse, and I, and I, and I didn't realize the connection to chickens you're gonna see here in a minute. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. 
He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. See, we don't have to be people who are bound up by fear. We don't have to be people who say, you know what, I really, you know, I, I don't know if God's big enough for this. No, do you see that image of him being the refuge? You hide under him. You are protected under him. He is, he is over you and he protects you and watches over you. And when we can set aside fear and we are and, and we allowed to have these like God-sized dreams and we start to, to walk those out and carry those out and you got to see those come to life, it's amazing what happens when we set aside fear and operate in freedom. It's amazing. In the movie, Ginger has dreamt up a pretty wild dream. Um, building a plane out of just whatever they have there at the in the, the coop to fly out to freedom because they realize after a lot of failed attempts that they can't fly on their own. And so they're racing to build this plane before Mr. Tweedy fixes a chicken pie machine because they've shifted from just eggs to now they want to just turn them all into chicken pies. Let's watch this together.
drives out fear every time. And we're allowed to dream these dreams that when, when we're bound up by fear, we never do that. When we're bound up by fear, we remain where we are. We stay in the, in, in the chicken coop. We stay in the nest and just try to lay the egg. This is, what, this is what they're dealing with. But now they have the opportunity for freedom. And the worst thing that we could do is we could be people who are actually fear-focused. Because as fear begins to, to take hold of our lives, you know what happens really is, is that security becomes our God. We, we seek out the safest thing. We, th- we seek out the safest place, the most secure feeling, the, the, the safest option that's available to us. And security becomes our God. No longer are we trusting in the Lord. We're actually just trying to stay safe. And before you know it, you're bound up. And that's not freedom. Trying to remain in safety, it's not freedom. God never placed us on this earth to be safe. He didn't create Adam and Eve and then say, now be very careful. There, there was no mandate from him, no, no command from him for us to be very, very careful people, to be very, very safe, to be very, very um, uh, methodical and, and, and maniacal in how we uh, try to make sure that, that no one, that, that, that there's no problems and we never get hurt and we're just secure and safe and sound. There's nothing like that in scripture. The promise is that when we allow him to be God, that we can take refuge in him. That we can, we can find shelter under his wings. That we can take shelter under God. Because here's what he really, we weren't placed on this earth to be safe. We weren't placed on this earth to be bound up by fear and to never experience freedom. We were placed on this earth, when you really think about it, we were placed on this earth really for an adventure. I mean, think about that. You, You were placed on this earth for an adventure. Your purpose is to glorify God. Isn't that, isn't that kind of adventurous when you think about it? That your purpose is to, you know, we, we've used the term a lot, but we are to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Does he want us to just hold those hands together and to keep those feet immovable? Or are we supposed to be about going and doing? We were, we, were, uh, we were meant to glorify him. We were meant to, to be a reflection of his love. This is, this is our purpose. And, and, and I believe we will truly, truly miss out on so much that God has for us if we just try to stay in the compound. If we, if we try to have that mentality, if we just hunker down. And just try to keep everything orderly and, and understood. One of the things I, I, I think I'm, I'm learning, some of you I think have learned already, is that you really can't create security and safety in your life, no matter how hard you try. You really can't. You can, you can put bubble wrap under, uh, around every single person that you love, and there's still no guarantees. You can, you can set up all sorts of, of um, contingency plans, and sometimes they just don't work. 
as hard as we try, that we cannot create security, that we cannot create safety. And what fear does is it causes us to actually think that that's exactly what we're doing. But we are created to be people who are free. Not bound by sin. Not bound by, by anything um, that would keep us on the ground. Let's watch this final clip together. You old sausage. Wing Commander T.I. Fowler reporting for duty. <laughs> Braveheart fans out there? Mel Gibson voices the, the uh, rooster in, this, in the very opening scene. He comes flying into the coop yelling, Freedom! 
I thought it was really awesome I did that, so a lot of people don't notice that. If you focus on security and safety, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna be just bound up. We are gonna be uh, completely paralyzed by fear. And what's gonna happen is all these God opportunities that he would normally bring around us are just gonna pass us by. We're gonna be incapable of participating in what God wants us to be a part of. It's just not gonna happen. We're, we're gonna, it's gonna be impossible for us to be a part of this. And, and if we give in to fear, we will miss out. If we, and, if, and if we miss out on the good things that God has for us, we're not gonna be able to see wh what he has in store next and next. And we end up just being stuck in this one place, controlled by fear. And we're supposed to see people who are living in freedom, the freedom found in Jesus. We always have the option to choose faith over fear. We always have this option to choose faith over fear. And, and the, the reward for that, I believe, is freedom found in Jesus Christ every single time. And we don't know how that plays out. That's the beauty of it. Um, and if we choose not to accept this freedom found in Jesus, what we inevitably do is we create our own, our own sense of freedom quote, air quotes, freedom. If we're not choosing the freedom found in Jesus Christ, what we do inevitably is we create our own definition of freedom. And we say, I'm living in it. Oh yeah, I'm free. This is what we do. And, and, and this, I believe, is a fatal condition of humanity. Because I think there are a lot of people who are living their lives feeling as if they are free and they've created their own definition of what freedom is. And apart from Christ, we are living a false life. And any definition you might wanna throw onto your life apart from Christ, it's not gonna be the real deal. It's not gonna be its fullest. It's not gonna be what it could be. It will be false. And one, and one that becomes entirely, it's the kind of life that becomes entirely self-focused and self-motivated and self-consuming to the point that instead of us living under the lordship of Jesus Christ, we've actually just created ourself as God. And then we're trying to say, oh, I'm free. I'm free. And all's good. Good. See, we, we take words and we, we take what, what God meant them to be and we make them into our own version and it's just, it's not the way it was meant to be. And we become God. I, I want to share with you something that, oh man, C.S. Lewis, if you ever want to really think, read some C.S. Lewis. And he says this, talking about ourself becoming our God. They, talking about Adam and Eve, they wanted, as we say, to call their souls their own. But that means to live a lie. For our souls are not, in fact, our own. They wanted some corner in the universe of which they could say to God, this is our business, not yours. But there is no such corner. They wanted to be nouns, but they were and eternally must be mere adjectives. Folks, freedom is found in the lordship of Jesus Christ. We are not God. We are not Lord. 
Fear wraps us up. The fear of, of everything that's around us and surrounds us causes us to be so incredibly warped in how we view the world and how we view our circumstances. The only freedom is found in Jesus Christ. And in that freedom and in, under that lordship of him, Folks, we really, truly learn how to live. And you know what? I would much rather be an adjective for God than a noun for myself. And you know what? When I try to live on myself, some of y'all can think of some really good nouns to call me. And I would much rather be an adjective for God than to be a noun for myself and my own world. Real freedom is found in the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I pray that that's something that, will, that you will contemplate and consider and allow to, I don't know, just, you hear me say this a lot, that this will sit on you a little bit. And for you to consider, even like this C.S. Lewis quote, have I tried to maintain a little corner? Have I tried to hold on to something? Have I allowed fear to be a factor in how I'm truly allowing the Lord Jesus Christ to be the Lord Jesus Christ in my life? Freedom drives out fear every single time. I pray that that is your desire. Let's pray together. Father, um, Lord, I, I, I believe that we find ourselves so often in two extremes. One in which we believe in some warped way from that, that sin of Adam and Eve, God, that, that we know best. And the other extreme, Lord, where we feel as if there's nothing we can do. And in that, we don't, we don't give in to your lordship, we just give in to fear. And God, both of those extremes are wrong. Both of those extremes are not how you intended for us to live and to thrive on this earth we were created to be a reflection of who you are we were, we were created to be an adjective for who you are God we were not created to be in bondage to be enslaved we were not created to, to be um, restricted in, in how uh, we are able to express our faith, Lord God. Father, for those who have identified that they've been wrapped up in freedom, I, I fear, Lord, I pray this morning that you would show your freedom to them, that you would make that freedom obvious, that you would make that freedom uh, within reach. And that we're no longer bound up by that. And for those of us, God, who feel as if in many ways we have created our own little universe with ourselves at the top, Father, would you please convict us of this? Of this sin. And Lord, that, that we would repent of that and we would allow you to truly be the Lord of every aspect of our life because in that Father I know there is freedom 